So here's the thing. The Democratic Alliance is in real trouble. Yesterday, the mayor of Johannesburg, Herman Mashaba, tweeted about the successes of Donald Trump as the American president and tried to contrast Trump with our own Cyril Ramaphosa. Among the differences he highlighted were the raised taxes in this country versus Trump's tax breaks for the wealthiest Americans. He mentioned zero violent demonstrations there compared to our daily violent ones. The cream of the crop must surely be the mayor's praise of stricter immigration controls under the Donald, whilst our president has apparently called for open African borders. Yes, roll your eyes. Now, we invited the mayor to explain himself on this show, but he said he was busy with the running of the city, and presumably he thinks a few tweets are inconsequential, but not enough uh, to keep them on his thread because he has since deleted them. The facts of the matter notwithstanding, there have been violent protests in the U.S. I mean, this very weekend was the first anniversary of the protest in which a woman was killed as she demonstrated against a group of racist right-wingers who, of course, uh, you would expect, uh, no surprise is there, earned Trump's praise. What did he call them? Some fine people among them, he said. And I'm not convinced the mayor really means we must also separate families and lock children up in cages using the very Bible verses that were quoted to support slavery as part of immigration control. I'm quite certain he doesn't mean that. But Enter the premier of the Western Cape. Helen Ziller rides again. As Mashaba started taking flack from Twitter users, Ziller entered the fray once again extolling the benefits of colonialism. One Hein de Kock lambasted Mashaba saying his tweets were worse than Helen's on colonialism. Ms. Ziller responded and I quote, do you genuinely believe the legacy of colonialism was only negative, she asked. Then let's scrap the Constitution, including concepts such as the separation of powers. Let's scrap formal education institutions, the English language, etc., etc. End quote. The analogy of a rape has been used before, and I think it remains a good one. Can the rapist really tell his victim, Ah, oh, but look at the wonderful child that came out of the encounter. And note the absolute silence from Musi Maimane, James Self, John Steenhuisen, Natasha Mazzoni, Pumzile Fandam. Have I left anyone out? Tony Morrison argues that racism is a distraction that keeps you explaining uh, because you stop doing your work and you have to tell people you do have a brain, you are human, you do have a culture, and so on and so forth. But what was colonialism anyway? You've got to read Andre Gunda Frank on this. The so-called rise of the West was premised almost entirely on the conquest and pillaging of resources, both human and minerals, from other continents. When Vasco da Gama arrived in India, he was laughed out of town because all he had were a few trinkets and olive oil. He had to get back into his ships and bomb his way into Calcutta. Over the next centuries, uh, the Westerners used silver extracted from South America to buy entry into the Asian market, and that's what laid the seeds for, for the Industrial Revolution. At the very best, Westernization developed through contact with the rest of the world and not in isolation. So the ideas that are promoted by the likes of Zilla are not exclusively Western, but even if they were, they could have come without the near genocide on which the colonial project was premised. Listen, the DA has a tough choice to make here. They've got to ditch this divisive leader or face the ire of voters next year. And I'm telling you, it's their last chance.